five, four, three, two. Hi, I'm Natalie. Hi, I'm Cersei, and we're I Rewatch iCarly. An iCarly Rewatch podcast. Every week, we dissect the mechanics and themes of each episode, deep dive into the cast and crew, and give a comedic critique to, to the, the iconic, iconic 2007 Nickelodeon staple. Be sure to stay tuned until the end when we reveal who the pod babe of the week is. Welcome back to another episode of Girl Bosses Girl Bossing. And Girl Bosses Gatekeeping. And Girl Bosses Gaslighting. And Girl Bosses I Rewatch I Carlying. And Girl Bosses Going to the microphone to talk about iCarly. Hopefully with better audio than last week. I think we confirmed that this audio was immensely better. That was so embarrassing. We were so excited about our new mics. <laughs> but what we did last time was we turned the gain up too much yeah. and then we didn't double check it and we thought that because we could hear it in our ears that it would be fine. No, our ears deceived us. Yeah. Well, um, if you listen to last week's episode with horrible audio quality, me and Natalie will send you a picture of one our genitalia, <laughs> two our areolas, <laughs> And, you know, even a little bit of butthole if that's, like, if that's what you want. You get to pick. It's like a bingo. Yeah. If, if you, a scratch off if you want. If would. you listen to half of the episode, <laughs> you get boob. Yeah. If you listened all the way through, you get a colonoscopy video. <laughs> we will go get a colonoscopy and we will send you a video. Honestly, I would let someone, I would let a stranger see my colonoscopy. What is it? It's your colonoscopy. I don't know. It's just, like, I've had shit up my cooter before and I've looked at it. You can't tell what, like, it's not revealing. No. It's your organs. It's just an organ. Just an organ. Just an organ. Speaking of listening to the podcast all the way through, you guys, we have like a bunch of like loyal listeners who are like, it's like we have our OG listeners and then we have some newbies from Facebook and now we have a bunch of newbies from a TikTok that kind of went viral and we just I'm it's really fun to like watch the new listeners like make their way through the episodes. Yes. So I would love to say welcome TikTok listeners, welcome Facebook listeners, but they're episodes behind um, <laughs> but we do see the originals the originals that have been here yes. listening to all the new episodes our tried and true fans we love you guys so we really want to keep making this podcast and keep making it better and investing in new equipment mm-hmm. and having the time to put into it so it would mean a lot if you guys could go leave us a review on the apple podcast app mm-hmm. if you don't have apple and you can't do that Send the podcast to one friend. Mm -hmm. If you just send it to a friend and say, hey, I like this, I think you'll like it too. That would honestly help us so much. Engage with us on social media. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at iWatchiCarly. Mm-hmm. It sounds lame, and I hate when people do this shit, but it's like it actually like, really, really fucking helps us out. It makes it seem like we're doing this for a reason. Yeah. And we love seeing all of you guys like interacting with the podcast, too. It's always so fun to hear what you guys think about the episodes and hear any comments that you guys have, anything you guys want us to address or anything you guys want us to fix or mm-hmm. talk about mm-hmm. or whatever. It's always so fun seeing you guys and what you guys have to say. And season one is about to wrap. Yes. We are closing on it and we are not going to hop right into season two. No. The episode before we start season two is going to be a look back on season one when we're going to go back on everything you guys have sent to us, every comment, question, concern, mm-hmm. tidbit, blurb, blog, blab, <laughs> everything you sent in. We might ask some of the guests that we had to send in another little thing if we have something we want them to comment on. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So yeah, if you leave any comments in our DMs on our socials, we will be addressing that. Mm-hmm. If you ask us for pictures of our genitalia, 
genitalia. I mean, mm. who's to say we're going to say no? You know, uh, we might send you a colonoscopy picture. Yeah. Stay tuned. Hey, can I get a tip pick? Uh, Actually, here's like an x-ray of my chest. Yeah, here you go. Same shit. Better yet, better yet, here's the inside of my tit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of tits, what's going on in this episode, Nat? Let's get into this episode. So this episode is titled I Fence. It's season one, episode 22. They are stealing art and selling it on the black market. Yes. Standard. They've become fencers. Exactly. The release date was May 10th, 2008. It was directed by Russ Rensel, who is a newbie to the iCarlyverse. Right. He also directed America's Funniest Home Videos, Whose Line Is It Anyway, which is one of my favorites, Boy Meets World, Roseanne, and The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So he thinks he's a funny guy, eh? He might be a little bit of a funny guy. He thinks he's a little comedian, eh? He thinks he knows comic timing. We'll see about that. He thinks he knows funniest home videos. We'll see about that. (laughs) And unfortunately, guys, I'm afraid to tell you this. This episode was written by Tim Snyder. The worst part of the Dan Schneider episodes is that they're always the best. Yeah, I know. Oh, we're such apologists. I mean, it's I'm he's funny. He's funny. There's a reason he got away with it because he was funny. He can't keep getting away with this. But he does because it's funny. <laughs> I mean, he kind of just stopped getting away with it. It's true. He's not working on the it's reboot true. and Nickelodeon officially cut ties. Yeah, thankfully. Thank God. But I mean, the episodes do... They do be kind of hitting. Yeah. You know. We do be like. They do be hitting a little abuse. bit. Abuse. I love that shit. Jokes. Nice. <laughs> Comedy. I love it. I like to laugh. <laughs> I like it. Anyway. In this tasty, spicy episode, Freddie decides that chicks are like fucking lame and yeah. I need like some fucking dude friends, right? Just some bros. Just some bro time. Bros be dudes. Just dudes being dudes. Dudes be bros. And guys being gay. And the only, the only man in the iCarlyverse, aside from Freddy, Spencer! <laughs> so naturally, Freddy and Spencer have a budding friendship over their mutual love of fencing. Of course. Of course. Yeah, you heard me right. Fencing. Yep. They're stealing art. They're stealing the Mona Lisa. They need to find mm-hmm. a fence. They need to pawn it on the black market. They do. Haha, ha, you thought, no, they're waving little sticks around at each other and trying to poke each other. Yep. Fun fact, I knew someone who went to the Olympics for fencing. That is a fun fact. That's a very fun fact. Was it Fredward? Yes. Oh, amazing. I am close personal <laughs> friends with Fredward Benson, who is not a fictional character. No, he's not. He's real. He's real. He's no. real in our hearts and in our souls. While Fredward is uh, experimenting in testosterone, Carly, Carly is entertaining some family members. Question mark? I'm not going to shame them. <laughs> I'm not going to call them the V word. I'm not going to say it. They're virgins. <laughs> virgins. Virgins. No, I'm not going to shame them. Spanky comes back. <laughs> <laughs> I heard we got some virgins in here. Spank, spank, spank. Spanky likes it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, basically there's fencing, there's V words, and we get to see a different side of Mrs. Benson Ooh. than we've ever seen before. I won't spoil it. Oh, God. But it involves wielding two things in her hands. Ooh, at the same time. She said multitasking. Mm. Look at what I can do. Well, with that synopsis, let me get right into it. Slide in. Spence is fence-ing. <laughs> I'm done. We're not. Go- we're not. <laughs> we're done. No. 
No. Spencer is fencing with his bottle robot sculpture, but there's a knock at the door. Sam comes in and sees Carly's in the kitchen making a good old batch of Nickelodeon slime. Carly's <laughs> in the kitchen making slime. And is genuinely concerned that Carly has lost her fucking mind. And is genuinely concerned that she has lost her mind. Spencer asks Sam, want to see me take him down? To which she thinks for a second. And then she's like, Nah, I'm gonna go swallow some of your food. <laughs> swallow is so aggressive. And also, wanna see me take him down? And obviously Sam says, yes, I wanna watch you take him down. Um, so Spencer gets butt naked. Butt naked. Plows on the bottle robot. Yeah. And begins penetrating it. And that was when Dan Schneider was brought out of the iCarly studio in handcuffs. Yeah. And he was sent to jail forever. He was sent to bimbo penitentiary. (laughs) Penitentiary. That word is just beating your ass every fucking day. (laughs) I didn't want to make the joke because I knew I was going to say it wrong, but I wanted to make the joke. You are adding letters. Penitentiary. Penitentiary. Yeah, penitentiary. 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 Like a penitentiary. (laughs) Anyway, Carly explains that the slime is actually veggie pudding. Yum. That she made for her weird ass fucking cousins. The Dorfmans. Weirdo. That are unfortunately coming to visit the Shay Shay this week on. Spencer explains that the Dorfmans stop by once a year when they're on their stupid road trip to the Fresno Raisin Parade. (laughs) I have so... I hate this subplot. I feel personally attacked. First of all, veggie pudding. Veggie pudding. Just say soup. (laughs) What is veggie pudding? It's literally just veggie soup. They're clearly trying to like vegan shame. Yes. And as someone who grew up vegan. As a certified vegan myself. Yes. This is an accurate depiction of the way my mother behaved. Yeah. But do I want to see that on TV? No. (laughs) I'm trying to escape it. I feel like I vividly remember watching this episode with you because I remember having this discussion being like, well, like, wh- was veganism a thing back then? Or not, like, was it a thing? But do you remember we had this conversation? Yeah. Where it yeah. was like, well, I wouldn't know what to make somebody in 2008 if they said that they were a vegan. And then you were like, well, all my friends' parents knew how. Remember? I. It's actually funny because as I was watching this, I totally forgot, like, ever seeing it. And I have no recollection of seeing it. And it felt like I was watching it for the first time. And I think this was when I started to get drunk because I'm pretty <laughs> sure this is when... Because I remember it was like I had chicks was when we stopped paying attention. Yeah. And then we stood up and, you yeah. know, where your stripper pole is, we were standing, like, around there. Like, yeah. So I kind of... We were literally stripping, guys, as we were watching. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you want to talk about veganism? Yeah. Look at my tits. Yeah, look. Let's let's watch iCarly. Let's strip. <laughs> but I, like, I, I remember, like, things getting heated. I guess that must have been it. Ooh, they were getting heated, for sure. <laughs> I was, like, beating your ass. Like, say one more thing. Vegans, bitch! <laughs> Literally being held at gunpoint on the stripper pole. <laughs> okay, I'm not Dan Schneider. I'm not Dan Schneider. Uh... Too far. I didn't like that joke. Just kidding, it's true. Allegations are correct. Also, why do we keep getting Spencer baby episodes? Like, why is Carly a 15-year-old girl cooking for her whole family and Spencer is just fencing? 
a sculpture? <laughs> Not even a real person? And she reminded him three times about her family coming. And he still forgot. I hate men. I was like annoyed that it was like she was, first of all, not only was she preparing everything, but like he didn't even know that they were coming. So it's like, he has like no knowledge or say in what's going on in the household. And like, I just want to know how that information was communicated from cousin to cousin. On her pair phone, I guess. They didn't even tell Spencer. They were like, hey, Carly, we're coming. No, they probably did tell Spencer or they tried to. And then they were like, well, or maybe, maybe they like didn't even bother after 12 years of going to this fucking parade. They're like, we know Spencer's not going to prepare shit for us. He's going to get us literal burgers when we can't eat them. Burgers when we can't eat them. Burgers. Burgers. <laughs> or he's not even going to, he's not even going to be home to unlock the door. Yeah. Spencer has skated by on his good looks for far too long. Far too long. And we're putting an end to it today. Sam's like, uh, why do you hate your cousins so much? And she goes, they're dorky, goofy, weird, have allergies and sing songs. Now, does this sound a no. little similar? Nope. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Actually, shut the fuck up. No, it's different. I think that this sounds like us just a little bit. Uh, No, no, no. I don't have allergies, first of all. I do. I've never had an allergy in my life. Mm. That's a lie. I have allergies a lot. We do be singing songs. Um, we I've never sung in my life. (laughs) I am neither dorky nor goofy nor weird. I make up for those for us. I think you you cover the sing songs. We both cover the sing songs. I've never sung. Never. I don't have a whole record label or anything. No. Cersei X sings X really X good. That, that's a different Cersei. That's a total coincidence. Total, total coincidence. But no, that's not us. I hate it. I hate that you said that. Okay. Somebody's triggered. Maybe I am. Bully. Fred calls the girls to go do iCarly, but before they can make a move, Spencer runs out in front of them and goes, aha, what makes you waifs think you can get past Spencer the fencer? <laughs> Sam grabs a sword out of his hands and just KOs Spencer the fencer. Boss bitch. Spencer, who is now unconscious on the floor, just goes, have a good show. (laughs) Okay, what the fuck is a waif? I want you to guess. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't bother Googling it because I I assumed you would educate me. Yeah, well, have you never, so you've never heard waif, like, ever, like, zero context. No, I haven't heard a lot of things in my life. Okay, well, the way in which he said it is very important. Okay. He's holding a sword. He's looking down at a bunch of children and goes, where do you think you waifs are headed? This is like medieval, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Fucking peasants? Is it like a like a loser? No, it's basically like a neglected, skinny, emaciated child. <laughs> <laughs> Usually homeless Victorian children or waifs. Okay. They would like be getting into trouble because they were starving to death. So they like steal and shit. That's so specific. <laughs> Dan, why did you write that in there? Like what an epic insult. You <laughs> waifs. <laughs> You good for nothing starving children. They're starving because Carly (laughs) fucking cooked slime. (laughs) They haven't eaten in days. They said Nickelodeon slime for dinner. I choose to stop. For dinner, breakfast, lunch, all of them. Dinner, breakfast. What a way to phrase that. Yeah. I was just going off of what you said. You said dinner and I said, let me add the other two in there. The iCarly studio is populated with the waifs who are going live. Live. Live from my attic. It's iCarly. The girls introduce a brand new, never been done before segment on iCarly, which involves Sam shooting watermelon seeds from her mouth like a machine gun. (laughs) 
I wouldn't say like a machine gun. I would say like Yoshi popping balloons. I mean, like, at least this is a skill. Yeah. I guess it's original. Yeah, it, I mean, it's something. That's for sure. Yeah. More entertaining yeah. than some of the other shit that they do. So that's... I was thoroughly impressed, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and then after Sam pops all the balloons, first try on each one, Carly goes, she spit, she scores! Sexual. Sexual. I didn't even notice that because I was just so wrapped up in, like, whether or not this was physically <laughs> possible. And I was like, okay, I think I have a watermelon downstairs. How do I get balloons? Let me test this. If I put the seeds in my mouth. <laughs> I just, I don't think I could do it. She must have some, like, epic blow strength, but I don't want to get into that. Oh. Nope. Not what oh. I meant. I meant the seed, the seeds, the seed. Wait, a seed? It was seeds? And, like, cum is also seed. Now do you see? She oh. spits. She scores. And you're saying she must have some epic blow strength? Well, I, no, I get that she spits, she scores was sexual. Yeah. I just didn't notice it until I saw you write it down mm-hmm. because my but brain was all like. all together. But, what yeah, also saying, the seed. What Dan is saying, what Sam is doing. Wow. She had nut in her mm-hmm. mouth on iCarly. I mean, Carly had nut in her mouth last episode so it's only fair that sam has it this time too much cum in this children's show <laughs> there's too much cum any cum is too much cum in the children's show <laughs> but there is way more than enough in this one way more after the show is over sam wants to go buck fucking wild and celebrate we gonna party buck <laughs> wild i've never sung in my life but miss no personality i mean Carly reminds her that she only has a week to finish that book that she needs to read for school. Carly unsuccessfully tries to stop Freddie and Sam from making a bet, but it's too late. They bet the huge that Sam has to read the book by the end of the week. I've never seen the word huge written out before, and it's one of those things I always want to text. Yes. And then I read the subtitles, and I was like, that's how you're supposed to spell huge? The first time I listened to it, I didn't have the audio super loud. Like, I was just kind of, like, having it in the background. And I saw that word up there, and I was like, what? And I kept seeing it because they kept having it in the subtitles. And I was like, I don't think I would know that that's how you spell that no but a little fun tidbit that i notice is that in this scene freddie is wearing a penny tee and on the penny tee it says quirky chowder i would wear this yeah i would wear i would wear all of them should we just make penny tee merch yeah i like that actually that's a good idea i was gonna say it's like what we were saying last week Mm -hmm. where it's come back full circle to now weird, mm-hmm. quirky things like that, like quirky chowder, are funny again. I wonder if it's funny in, like, an ironic way, though. Like, before it was like, haha, this is so random. Yeah. Now it's sort of like, haha, remember when, like, randomness was a thing? I'm being ironic. I think it's funny because it's ironic. Like, all the ugly shirts and everything that people wear now, I think it's funny and people wear them and it's fashionable because it's ironic yeah because it's so ugly it's like oh look at this me (laughs) when they're talking about sam having to read her book the penny treasure i just called myself ugly and like she just laughed and moved on (laughs) i'm actually gonna end my life whatever go message girls on dating apps whatever you're beautiful you are beautiful, no matter what they she say. She literally posted a message a girl on Tinder. Time I to wait. Po- I didn't say. I didn't say Tinder or anything. Hinge. I just said just message a girl. Oh, worse in the DM. Look at you jumping to conclusions. She she jump. She leaping. <laughs> Can I move on now? Whatever. Keep talking. Yeah, go ahead. Whatever. I'm gonna be you. Are you mad? Are you mad at me? <laughs> 
When they're talking about Sam having to read her book, The Penny Treasure, not The Penny Tea, <laughs> they ask if she's ever read a book before, and they start, like, making fun of her for the books that she's listed and say that she's never read a real book before. Okay, literary shamers. Yeah. This is me. This is when people make fun of me <laughs> for not reading a lot of books. You, like, but here, like, you didn't like reading when you were younger? No. I can't comprehend that i've always been really bad at reading and okay so i'll get into it a little bit later too but i've never been a good reader like i i just take a really long time to read and i would always get really ashamed of it and so like i didn't like reading so like when we joke about being illiterate like you're being serious yeah i've never been joking (laughs) i mean like okay i read like i read for fun now that i'm older but like not even really so you don't then don't say it yeah i don't i don't read a lot now because i don't have free time but when i was in college i would read at least like one or two books a summer but that's it oh okay leave me alone stop literary shaming me I, I identify, I stayed with Sam. I, okay. I, 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 This is why I don't speak. We got a seal in the room. We're just very <laughs> different people. Like, the seal has returned from three episodes ago. I, 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 I. Um, I was just, that's not something to be proud of to be identifying with Sam. Anyway, um. Stop, it's not my fault. I'm illiterate. <laughs> You're you're being ableist. Me not being You illiterate. have a whole ass you have double the amount of degrees I have, and you're going to sit here and tell me that you can't I read. I can't read. Take them away. <laughs> How did you get them if you can't read? Because I don't have to read. I just know. <laughs> <laughs> the girlies want to go on a little shopping spree at their favorite spot, Glitter Glitter Gloss, and are kind enough to invite little Fred Wardo along, mm-hmm. but then ungrateful, short, stinky, smelly, platform shoes-wearing motherfucker says that Glitter Gloss is the most boringest, girliest store ever. Ew. Next to Build-A-Bra. The girls start gushing about the new arrivals at Build-A-Bra, which honestly sounded kind of lit to me. I agree. And decide to go there, too. But I was like, in what fucking world is Miss Samantha Puckett going to be excited about this girly ass shit? That's a great point. I didn't even think of it like that. I was just thinking what you're saying is I would love to go to build a bra. That sounds like a great idea. I have never met a woman who fits into bras easily. No. You got to shop around. Yeah. When I used to have massive tits, straps were always way too big. Yeah. And I was in a fitting room once and I was like literally like 15 with triple D's tiny frame and I was looking at myself and I was like fuck like dude my shoulders are so unnaturally short like my body's just weird like nothing ever fits me right and there's this 35 year old woman that was like oh honey it's not you it's the bra they don't know what a woman's body looks like yeah have you heard all those things it was maybe like a few years ago that it came out that Victoria's Secret like size you completely wrong oh yeah yeah. And you can go to, like, ten different stores and be different sizes at every single store. I yeah. feel like that's, like, women's clothes in general. Like, I can be a six in one place, a four and eight. Oh, like, there's no standardization in women's clothing. Right. Like, there's there's nothing the same. But it's the same thing with bras, and it's like, how is this, how is it different? I don't understand. So I thought this was a great idea. Yes. And if this is not, like, a, a legitimate thing at this point, somebody somebody better look this up and start this. 
We're go to Shark Tank right now. With the zero standardization for women's clothing, it really pisses me off because men can go to like their like high fashion stores and be like, this is the length of my arm, the length of my yep. leg, the length of my waist, and the length of my bust. Yep. And then they can get like all these different sizing. Yep. Like women's jeans aren't even sized differently length versus like um With, waist. Yeah. And our fucking bodies are first of all so much more complicated than yeah. men's. Like men are stick like or big like women can have like fat thighs skinny waist fat waist skinny thighs like right it pisses me the fuck off when men complain about how how women take long shopping and it's like yeah because the store is designed to fit you and we have to look a fucking round to see what the fuck fits us normally right and you have to try things on all the time yeah because it even if, like, I know that one size will fit me, that doesn't mean it's going to fit me in every single store. Oh, and even if it's, like, 28s and, like, like 23s or whatever, the centimeter yeah. length, that's supposed to yeah. be, like, kind of standard. Like, oh, this is 29 inches. That won't change. Right. I'm still fucking, like, sometimes I'm a 24, sometimes I'm a 29. Yeah. That's five sizes apart. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Anyway, I didn't mean to derail the conversation, but... <laughs> I agree. I hate women's it's, clothing. It's fucking annoying. But, I, I mean, I was like, period. I, w- I would love to go to Glitter Gloss and build a bra with you guys. This sounds like so much fun. Yeah, with these fucking 12-year-olds. Let's hang out with them. Let's go. Let's see what Spencer thinks all the hype is about. Yeah, let's go. Freddie is having a full-blown Ben Shapiro moment, on the other hand. <laughs> he starts a podcast. He literally. <laughs> bring back manly men. Women suck! <laughs> What's up with women expecting you to go to Glitter Gloss and build a bra with them? According to my calculations, it's a little too feminine for me, Fredward Benson. It's a little too girly. Who who gets glitter and gloss together? <laughs> That's double shine. That's a little excessive, according to my calculations. But Fred starts crying to Spencer that he can't keep hanging out with girls all the time. You should be so lucky. Spencer pities Fred and decides to invite him out for some good old-fashioned, boys-will-be-boys kind of fun. Fencing. No gloss. No bras. Just bros. I mean, that sounds like my typical girls' night out anyway, so... (laughs) I mean... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no, also, Freddie, calm the fuck down. Like, stop trying to act like you're a ladies' man drowning in the pee, okay? I gotta get away from all these chicks, dude. They're all over me. I can't I can't get away from them. I just, I'm fucking dripping in pussy juices. I need to dry just, off. Just fucking wop just every fucking weekend at the fucking glitter gloss, boys. I can't. Can't catch a breath of fresh air. Just smells like pussy everywhere. What? And just guys being guys. Just guys being just, just dudes. dudes being dudes. Dudes being dudes. <laughs> guys be guys. Dudes. What the fuck is up with the random masculinity flare-ups? Dan Schneider. Like, this happened in another episode, the one where um the girls were like... Oh, the one they were mad at each other and Freddie was asking Spencer for advice? Oh, yes. The I don't want to fight. Yeah. It's so fucking annoying to hear men be like, Oh my god, this girly thing is so annoying. I can't bear to be near it because girls like it. Like, your mom gives you fucking weekly body inspections? <laughs> Pipe down, little man. Pipe down. Also, my notes, I meant to call him a short stack, and I typoed it to shart stack. So it said, pipe down, shart stack. Pipe down. I mean, that's close enough. <laughs> but I, I think that's, like, my nickname, because I have sharted myself a, a bit recently. Nice. Do you think that's sexy? <laughs> Um, I just forgot what I was going to say now. 
That was just so hot, I forgot. You thinking about me sharding myself? <laughs> I just I just wanted to talk about the masculinity, but we can talk about sharding, I guess. <laughs> Have you not sharded yourself recently? No. I, I'm afraid to tell you the best de- I have not. Oh, no. Should I be embarrassed? Is that not a normal thing? Listen, I might not be able to read, but at least I don't shart myself. <laughs> at least you're not shitting yourself. I think that that's not something to be proud of. More than it is me not being able to read. I gotta shut the fuck up on this podcast, you know? I gotta learn what's not good to share. <laughs> Drop an F in the chat if you've sharded yourself recently. F, 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 F. One F for every time recently. F, 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 F. F chain. <laughs> No, but yeah, I, I did shart myself, like, very recently, like, like maybe oh two weeks God. ago, two or three weeks ago. Maybe you are shart stat. I am. I think I, I actually have to, like, see a doctor. My mom's really worried. I'm having, like, a lot of tummy issues. This is you projecting. You trying to call <laughs> Freddie shart stack as you projecting. I'm I have colon cancer. So you are getting a colonoscopy. There we go. <laughs> now we- now we can get colonoscopy pictures. <laughs> I'm so happy my potential colon cancer scare is like good content for the pod. Everything is good content. <laughs> okay, about the masculinity thing. <laughs> I gotta bring it back somehow. You're so right. Like, I feel like guys all the time. <laughs> yeah, guys just, like, all the time. Masculinity. They're just sharding themselves. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, when I shard myself, like, I, cl- I take a shower. Like, I clean up. I can't. Like, it's a regular occurrence. Like, I have a protocol to follow. You're fighting for your life in the chat right now. Like, you're literally fighting for your life. <laughs> you're fighting harder than I was when I said I was illiterate, like, two minutes ago. <laughs> I guess I'm, like, talking about shitting myself and everyone's gonna know. It's okay. I accept that. It's who I am. I shit myself sometimes. Hi, my name's Shirsi, and I shit myself. First of all, it would sound like, Hi, my name's Shirsi, and I shit myself. 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 I could say my fucking shh. I couldn't say my Bitch. Oh, I'm so sorry. But I understand why that would be difficult for you because you don't know how to read, so you don't really know the differences in those sounds. How does that have anything to do with reading? So one is an <laughs> S. The other one is an S A. Let me take you to the toilet to show you how to use it. Hi, my name's Shirsky and I shit myself. Hi, my name's Shirsky and I shit myself. Hi, my name's Shirsky and I shit myself. I know how to use the toilet, it's just that I can't make it there most of the time. <laughs> I'm gonna get you some diapers for your first time. Honestly, I thought about it. Okay, Caitlin Bennett, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I have nothing to say to that because it's true. I've never shit myself like that much. Like, I've seen the photo of her. Like, that's a lot of shit. That's a lot of shit. That's more than sharding. That's shitting. Yeah, that's like a full (laughs) doo-doo. It's a full doo-doo. Like when I shart, like I fully think it's a fart, and then I shart, and then I'm like trying to bring it back, and you going down. I'm sorry. I love talking about how I shart myself. I think it's really funny. Anyway, let's get back to I sharty. I mean I Carly. Please, Spencer is shitting. I mean fencing. with freddie and he's explaining the rules to him and then they decide to just go at it on board <laughs> somehow 
Fred gets a point on Spencer, and Spencer's having a whole identity crisis and starts yelling at Fred, you're already better than me, jerk. Fred is like, whoa, chill out, buddy. It's really not that deep. And Spencer's like, oh, I'm just kidding, you sensitive little beast. I can't even, like, I can't even focus on this because I'm just thinking about shitting. <laughs> like, like, you were talking to my head. I was just like, damn, like, I, I really can annoy shit myself. <laughs> I mean, what, what I wanted to say was, damn, they want to be the parent trap so bad. You know that scene where they're fencing? Yes. Have you seen the parent trap? I, I have. I have. I was going to drive down to fucking Austin, Texas and beat your ass if you've never seen Parent Trap. No, I love that movie. I do. That is a movie I know. It's one of my favorites. I thoroughly enjoy that one. But I love that Spencer literally steps into the hit. He steps into it. And just like, falls onto the fucking <sighs> stick like at least make it look Im- like parent trap fucking killed the choreography this shit 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 more shit <laughs> fred is just fred <laughs> is shitting himself in the fencing outfit he is he's just standing there like he's not even moving like there's like no effort at all and like spencer's like really going at it but i expect that from jerry trainer like he's yeah puts his all into it all the time he's like gumby <laughs> he is gumby <laughs> he's a noodle but he'll try he'll try that's for sure um sensitive little beast. This just made me think that this, like, thing was going on at the same time that sexy beast was, like, such a phrase. I don't know if I remember that. Sexy beast? Maybe? Like, oh, he's a sexy beast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, when you say it like that, okay, yeah. Okay, I was about to say, was that, like, just me and my friends? I mean, I don't know if it was that, like, prevalent. Like, I don't know if I remember it, like... It was... I feel like it was, like, a full, like, meme. Like, it was, like, on MySpace, like, sexy beast. Huh. Like, you're a sexy beast. Okay. The more you say it, the more I'm like, okay, I believe it. But still, I just don't like a 27-year-old man telling a 15-year-old boy that he's a sensitive little beast. I think calling someone a little beast is, like, very funny. <laughs> you little beast. You little beast. That was Evil Hasabula last episode. <laughs> he was a little beast. He was, he was more than a little beast, I think. <laughs> he, was, he was a bit... He was kind of chunky. He was a big beast. <laughs> that's, that's rude. The greasers of the fucking fencing universe bust through the door and start talking shit to Spencer and Freddy right away, like... <laughs> what Spencer you finally find someone that you can be sexy little beast <laughs> who's this sexy little beast that you're fencing against Spencer <laughs> a sensitive little beast we can and smell Spencer- him <laughs> what does that mean like we can smell a little <laughs> <laughs> we smell a little short over there <laughs> When I walk in a room, I can smell that little sharder. Hi, my name's Shirsky and I shit myself. 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 And then Spencer tries to defend himself from the infamous Doug Toter and his gang of greasers. He goes, shut up, Toter. And then Freddy's like, who's that? And Spencer goes, oh, that's Toter. And it's like, this kid's name is literally Toter. 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 And then after insulting Spencer and agreeing to challenge Freddy to a match, Toter departs by saying, let's go get some French toast. And he was so mad. Let's go get some French toast. I love the way he delivered that line. Mwah. Mwah. Not as much as I love shitting myself, but I still loved it. Still pretty good. Hi, my name's Cersei, and I shit myself. But I hate when writers write a walk-in and walk-out. Like, these fencing boys walked into the fencing club. Mm-hmm. Someone else was there. They were waiting their turn. They realized it was Spencer with a little boy, decided to make fun of him. This thing transpired, 
they had all their gear with them, and then they just left. Yeah, they were like, no, we don't want to be here. They smell. We gotta go. It's weak writing. Like, have them walking out of a different room or something. Not like, oh, hey, I'm walking in. We had our exchange. The plot's furthering. Let's go. All right, now we're getting French toast. Like, I thought you were gonna practice fencing. Apparently not. Anyway. I don't know. I mean, fuck Dan. Fuck Dan. Sexy burp. Thanks. Would have liked to morph it came out the other end. Go to bimbo penitentiary. <laughs> penitentiary. I hope you know I, I said it wrong on purpose this time. Doesn't matter. I don't believe you. Okay. I'm illiterate anyway, so it's fine. Who will win? Illiterate or shardy? Stay tuned for the fight at the end of the episode. <laughs> you thought McGregor versus Mayweather was big? Get ready for Natalie Illiterate and Cersei the Sharder as they go head dead. One can't read and one can't hold it in. <laughs> Doug Toter is played by <laughs> Daniel Simonas. A.K.A. Dean Malone from Wizards of Waverly Place where he had a recurring role and was in a fuck yes, ton of sir. episodes. But, but but I know him better from his one episode stint on Hannah Montana Ooh. as Josh. 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 What an icon. Josh. Josh. Anytime Toter says anything his little greaser gang just goes aha aha <laughs> like it was so dramatic i wish i had a gang that would do that every time i said something i mean that's pretty much me on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> okay oh uh-huh. uh-huh. like it wasn't even like a uh-huh. it was like a aha uh-huh. Like, they had, like, so snooty. Are you fake laughing at my jokes, then? No. I confess that, like, I shit myself for the content. And I laughed. (laughs) What more do you want from me? More than this. Uh, I'm giving you everything. Go message your hoes, whatever. Stop! Also, the Greaser gang, their names are Trip and Cliché. You are gonna go trip and clip. <laughs> that would have been better. How are you gonna bully someone when your last names are trip and cliche? Not even like cle like cliche. It's C L E E S H A Y. Cliche. Carly Shay, but cliche. You know what? Please don't make fun of the last name Trip because. <sighs> someone important who works my job his last name is trip and we're getting along but i don't think he'll ever listen to this i'm just saying that you got you got a lot to say you got a lot to be in a gang when your last names are toter trip and cliche i bullied people and my last name is basically mcnaughty so (laughs) that's true kind of a cool last name though yeah there was a hesitation there okay collins whatever yeah my last name is basic i don't have anything to say i don't but i don't bully people okay just on this podcast. Maybe bullies have weird last names. That's, That's the, trick. the trick. I want to say that I rewatched this. I know. Crazy. <laughs> I know. Let it sink in. I rewatched this scene four times to get these kids' names because cliche looked so fucking familiar to me. And I finally figured it out. His name is Eric Walker and he played Ambrose in Kicking and Screaming, which I love that movie. Do you know that movie? I've like seen it once when it first came out. It's a great movie. It's about soccer, right? It is about soccer, my favorite sport. Ambrose is like the big kid. Soccer's your favorite sport? Did you not know this about me? Did Did you play soccer? Yeah, my whole life. Yeah, okay. I knew you played soccer. I didn't know if it was your. I didn't know it was your favorite sport. It is my favorite sport. 
Yes. Do you watch it? Uh, I watch the World Cup. I don't really watch any sports. Just, like, in person. I'll watch any sports in person. But on TV, I don't really follow anything. I'll watch any sports in person. I'm a pick-me girl. I don't know why that sounded really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love sports and I beer. Sports. Take me to a sports game, buy me beer. I'm so cool and chill. And just, I'm, I'm not, not like, like other, other girls. girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, and since we're talking about cliche, I guess I should add that Trip is played by Will Krieger, who only has one other actor credit, and it's for a short called Mamochka, a Russian folktale. I just dropped my seltzer. Oh my god, like the whole thing, is it spilling? No, it's luckily it was like just about empty. And that's the curse of Mamoshka, folks. Mamoshka. She dropped my seltzy. Watch your back. <laughs> Mamoshka will come to you. And after someone you know shits themselves, your seltzer will spill. And that's when you know it's the beginning of the end. Carly is being a full-blown fucking housewife up in the Shea kitchen, cooking it up, while Spencer and Freddie are just having a fencing battle in the middle of Shay Shay. What? Sam comes over and is trying to get to Carly, but she can't get past the fucking boys because they keep fucking... The boys. Here are the soothing sounds of fencing. So she just takes the big-ass book she's reading and goes, swack, 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 and... <laughs> knocks them the fuck out of the way and strolls right through them. Fred is pissed and is like, hey, that's a foul! And without missing a beat, Sam goes, so's your social life. Brutal. Is she wrong, though? No. That's why it's even worse. He's fencing his crush's older brother in his crush's living room instead of giving his crush attention. Also, Sam's got a quick wit. She's pulling out these one-liners this episode. She is pulling them out this whole episode. Smarty pants. Like, more than usual. More than usual. And also, Sam easily could have walked behind the couch Mm -hmm. to get to the kitchen. Have I ever mentioned that they have an open floor plan? I don't think so. Speaking of the floor plan, when Carly is cooking and shit like that, the fucking stove is, like, all the way on the left side of the kitchen. Uh-huh. When in earlier episodes, the stove was in the kitchen island. And it's not... The stove is no longer in the kitchen island. Remember oh. when Spencer almost burned the apartment down? Yes. It was on the island. Yeah. And here, it was in a different spot, and it was a different color. Oh. Set designer, where's the consistency? Explain that. So we need to fire the set designer as well. Fired. Whoever we hired, you Fired. fired. Sam wants to try some of the food that Carly made, but Carly's like, you're not going to like it because it's for, like, my cousins. (sighs) But Carly takes a spoonful of some of the food and just shudders and goes, you know how hard it is to make dinner for six people without meat, lactose, sugar, sodium, fat, or gluten? (laughs) This is where I was like, this is just, like, vegan, but, like, different. Like, I know not all of these (laughs) things consist of being vegan, but that's, like, what they're alluding to is what i'm trying to say i mean yeah they're vegan coated yeah but when i read without meat lactose sugar sodium fat or gluten and you said is this not just like vegan i mean i know not having gluten isn't vegan i know that that's like gluten free and that's different this is their allergies oh i would say because it's like they have allergies so gluten intolerance is an allergy sensitivity to sodium lactose and sugar are allergies Meat, not an allergy. Could be vegetarian or vegan. Vegetarian with a little bit of... Spice. A little spice. A, l- a little sprinkle of allergies. There you go. 
That was just what I was asking. This is where it kind of really clicked, where I'm like, okay, this is where they're trying to make fun yeah. of. Yeah, they're definitely trying to make fun of vegans. Carly is curious as to why Sam is there with her book, and Sam tells her that she needed a quiet place to read since her mom is yelling at the cat to get a job. The boys leave for the fencing studio, even though Carly begs Spencer to stay and help. Carly's, like, confused when... Sam's like, my mom keeps yelling at the cat to get a job, but it's like, okay, you have this little creature living in your house, fucking rent-free, scooping its fucking poop, <laughs> spending so much fucking money on litter, litter cleaning supplies, litter boxes, food, mm-hmm. the fancy mm-hmm. food when they decide mm-hmm. to become divas and they don't want dry food mm-hmm. anymore and you have to buy the fucking wet food mm-hmm. all the time. It's like, yeah, bitch, get, get a, a fucking, fucking job. job. Get, get a, a job. job. Go on the fucking street. Go. See how you like it. Go. I'm just kidding. I would never. Go be an influencer. Like, go I- make me money. All the cats that are like, fucking instagram famous making all this money that's what i'm trying to do with my cat yeah <laughs> i tried did not work <laughs> but i relate to sam's mom your cats aren't as cute as mine though you know we've had a lot of fights i think but this might be it your cats don't cuddle each other mine are siblings they love each other watson and kinsey cuddle each other all the time they hate each other they were all fighting every day when i was there what do you mean? They were getting bullied by each other day in and day out. Yeah, I wonder who they learned that from. Anyway. It always comes from the mother. <laughs> the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> when they're trying to leave, Fred goes, sorry, can't hear you. We're breaking up. And Carly goes, we're not talking on cell phones. <laughs> I was fully prepared for Fred to start doing the... We're <laughs> 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 breaking up. <laughs> Okay, Mandela effect. I thought that he did do that. I thought so too. That's why I was waiting for it. But maybe I just got it confused with the other episode. But then I read, I read your note, and I literally had to rewatch it. I was like, "What do you mean he doesn't make the <laughs> noise?" Because I fully remembered. Yeah, that would that would have like really heightened that joke. Yes. Well, missed opportunity, Dan. Yes. Negative one point for missing a great joke and a callback. <laughs> not even any of the pedophilia or anything. Just not for making a callback joke. He actually gets pluses for the pedophilia. Nice. <laughs> I mean, who's gonna love that comment? We, <laughs> <laughs> we know who runs Hollywood, baby. It's the Weinstein's and the Epstein's. Come on. And the Schneiders. <laughs> Fred and Spence are going at it, fencing for their fucking lives, and Fred is kicking Spencer's ass. Spencer says that Fred's good, but he's not Doug Toter good. Mm -mm. Fred cuts Spencer off and is like, oh yeah? Well, can Toter do this? And does this crazy move where he's flipping all over the place and swinging and doing a little forward roll. Stand up. Swing, 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 swing. But when he sticks his landing, Spencer just goes, yes. (laughs) Welp. Back to practice, they do go. My favorite part about all of this is that there's this one woo and clap in the woo track. And then it just stops immediately as soon as Spencer goes, yes. (laughs) It's like, woo! Yes. (laughs) Carly is frantically running around the kitchen on the phone while Sam is at the computer watching an insane video that a fan sent into iCarly. Insane! Carly tells Sam to shut the fuck up about the video because her weirdo cousins will be there any second and Spencer is still MIA on his milk carton. (laughs) The insane video is a boy playing a recorder with his nose while cross-eyed. Wow, that's so (laughs) crazy. I'm losing my mind. Someone breathing out of their nostril and moving their eyes. Whoa. Whoa. Why was 
was being cross-eyed such a funny joke back then? Quirky. Not like other humans. I can, like, look at the same way at the same time. (laughs) When Carly tells Sam that she's freaking out because Spencer isn't home, Sam goes, Spencer's not back yet? As she's sitting in the house without Spencer and was there when he left and has not left said apartment since Spencer left. Clearly you don't read because you don't know how absorbed you can get into a book. (laughs) She wasn't reading the book yet. I think she was. She was on the computer watching the insane video. She hadn't started it yet at this point. Oh, really? Yes. Clearly you can't, you don't understand. (laughs) Clearly you don't know how engaging an insane video of someone blowing into a recorder with one of their nostrils while going cross-eyed is. Sam asks if Carly has tried to call him and Carly replies, no, Sam, I'm just keeping my cell phone warm here between my cheek and my shoulder. (laughs) Finally, some attitude, some personality from Miss Carly fucking Shay. It has only taken 22 episodes, (laughs) but we finally have something. After they're tweaking about where on earth, I almost said Shetty, (laughs) just shit on the brain. Shardy is. (laughs) Where's Shardy? Where's Shardy at? I become a rapper. Shardy B. Shardy like a melody in my head. Shardy. After Carly is tweaked about where the fuck Spencer could be, it hard cuts to Freddy chasing Spencer around, smacking his ass with a sword, and Spencer running away like a little kid. I just, you know, just keep this scene in your mind for later, okay? I don't really, I don't really have too much to say right now, but just keep it, remember it. I've had too much spanking for my liking. I don't need any You know, I never thought I would hear you say that you've had too much spanking for your liking, but here we are. Look at what you've done, Dan. Look at what you've done to us. Look what you made me do. <laughs> you Look what me you do. made me do. I used to have a spank kick. Now it makes me y'all grossed out. Hard cut back to the Shay apartment Shay where Shay. suddenly the doorbell rings. Ding dong. Oh no. It's the Dorfman's. <laughs> Ew. <gasps> Not the vegans. <laughs> the vegans are here. Carly convinces Sam to stay with her to have dinner and agrees that Sam doesn't need to eat any of that jank ass food. She opens the door and there's a child <laughs> in a cone along with three other people. Not to be compu- confused with a child in a cylinder. <laughs> Different. In a tube? No. In a cone? Yes. yes. Sam gets one good look at this kid and she pieces the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at him and just goes, no, no, I'm gone. She leaves Carly to fend for herself, saying a night alone with them can't be that bad. You're telling me that this entire episode, they have had everyone knocking on the door as they should because there's no fucking doorbell. And yet all of a sudden the Dorfmans come and they're like, yep, there's a doorbell again. Ding dong. Props department, continuity department, fucking fired. Fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. fired. You're going to jail. Bimbo penitentiary. The Dorfman family is made up of Aunt Tess, Uncle Barry, Oslotis, who is the boy, a.k.a. Ozzy Osbourne, (laughs) and... (laughs) And Faye. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who is the girl? 
What I I just kept thinking Ozzy, like Ozlatus, Ozzy, and then I was like, oh, what's another Ozzy? Ozzy Osbourne. I'm that that leap from Ozlatus to AKA Ozzy Osbourne in my head. Yeah, in my head, you jumped over a canyon. <laughs> well, are we all on the same side of the canyon now? No, I'm still over here, and you leapt. Mm. Bye, bye. See you later, Ozlatus and Faye. I can't hear you. There's a whole <laughs> canyon between us. I like Ozzy. Anyway, Aunt Tess is played by Casey Williams, who played a few small roles in The Nanny. Oh, Mr. Sheffield! <laughs> an episode of Malcolm in the Middle. And an episode of Will and Grace. Uncle Barry is played by Shane Partlow, who was in an episode of Will and Grace. Oh, honey, you gotta give it to them close. <laughs> it's my best Karen impression. But in a different episode from his lover. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in The Princess Diaries 2, the TV miniseries Roots, the 2016 adaptation, not the original one, though, and was a tailor in the movie Green Book. Ozlatis is played by Dalton Ozzy Odell. Ozzy Osbourne. Ozlatis, a.k.a. Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> is played by Dalton Odell. What a name. He was in a few different things, two of them being an episode of Criminal Minds, and he played Charles in the movie The Rainbow Tribe. Slay. We're also a part of the Rainbow Tribe here. Oh, is that about gays? I don't know. It is now. Hey, what's up, fellow homos? <laughs> Faye is played by Stephanie Allen, who was also in an episode of Criminal Minds, but a different one than Ozzy Osbourne. And she played Lulu Spencer in General Hospital. Lulu? Lulu. Lulu128? Lulu128 is back. She's back for a vengeance. <laughs> she was on iCarly. <laughs> That's why she hates us so much. She was there. I was one of the children. I don't know why she's an old New York Jew, but... She's spanky. <laughs> I was one of the children. This is what it turned me into. Spencer. <laughs> Everyone is like, why the fuck is this child wearing a cone? And the Dwarfmans tell them that it's because Ozlatis has a scab on his chin and the cone keeps him from picking at it. No one tell Miss Benson. You know how it... Ideas. Uh, no, don't tell her. Move over, leash kids. Now we have cone kids. <laughs> You know how I was talking about how, like, my mom was, like, one of these vegan people, mm -hmm. and this kid's name is Ozlatis? Yeah. Um, guess what my brother was supposed to be named if my mom had her way? Ozzy Osbourne? Murgatroyd. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're the Dwarfmans. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you hate that I call him Ozzy Osbourne. It's because that's your brother. Yeah. The Dwarfmans are surrounding Carly singing... Row, row, row your boat and round. Row, row, row your boat. And Carly is just sitting in the middle of it, eyes wide. Wide. Losing her will to live. Wondering if she sharded herself, would she hadn't have an escape plan? I don't think she does. <laughs> this reminded me of the stepbrothers car scene where they're all singing. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do not. I don't enjoy that film. Okay, so this is the second Will Ferrell film that I have named that you do not know. Anyway, it's the whole family in the car and they're all singing. And this is what this reminds me of. <sighs> I'm going to say it. Say it. Say it. The media. The media. The cable news owners. The fake news. Big brother. Big brother. The government. The government. The society that we live the in will society. try to shame and make fun of people like this. No. Little earthy, wholesome Weird as fuck, they? blissfully unaware people just living their living weird their little lives. fucked up lives. 
But you know what? You At know the end what? of the day, what these people are kind, kind. and they're happy, and they love each love. other, and they're supportive, supportive, and they wake up every day and feel every great, day. And feel nice, nice. So who's the real losers? Who? Huh? Who? It's us. It's us. It's us cynics. It's us cynics. I agree with you one hundred percent. I feel like that happens. What are they doing wrong? No, nothing. It's such, like, a bad thing to be weird and be different. And this whole series, they always shame people for being different and weird. And it's like, isn't that what you guys profit on? Like, your whole web show is you being quirky and different. And then these people are, like, like, quirky in the right way. Right, in the cool way. And then these people are, like, genuinely different people just living their fucking lives. Like, what they're doing isn't harming anybody. So why are you being such a hater? Mind your business. Like, that cone is to protect the kid. Right. You put a cone on a cat for a reason, so it doesn't fucking tear out its stitches. Yeah. Leave him alone. Leave Cone Boy alone. Yeah. Cone Boy deserves I rights. I stand with Cone Boy. I stand okay? with Cone Boy. I stand with Cone Boy. Cone Boy. Cone Boy. Cone Boy. Cone Boy. Spencer busts in the door, Bus. interrupting their <laughs> epic game of Duck, Duck, Goose, which is a fun game, and Carly's, like, hating it. It is a fun game. I'm like... Bro, like, enjoy the fucking game. Like, I'm sorry you're not railing lines of coke filming yourself for the internet like you usually do. <laughs> sorry you're not making fun of people on the internet, okay? Yeah, sorry you're not being, like, a full-time cyber bully. Doesn't sound like anyone we know. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> he is profusely apologizing for being late. But it's too late. Too the late. Dorfmans have already got his got a scope Skadoodle. and hit the road to Raisin Parade Village. <laughs> They haven't missed it in 12 years. 12 Honestly, years. we wish we had family traditions. Yeah, I Come agree. Come on. I'm jealous of the Dorfman. 12 years is a commitment. I have not committed to anything that long in my life. I have committed to living in my mother's house for 12 years. I have not, so... <laughs> <laughs> they say their goodbyes and head on out. As soon as the Dorfmans leave, Carly's contemplating fratricide which is when you kill a bunch of frat boys in one fatal swoop. <laughs> While Spencer's trying to explain why he was late. I was helping Fred practice for Doug Toter. I don't want to hear about Doug Toter. But Toter, ah! but- I said it! Ah! Can we just have one episode? I said it! Ah! <laughs> just one episode where Spencer is an adult and Carly is not the adult. Please, Dan, just one. No, honestly, not what like men being incompetent like it's funny as it's fuck so funny like i don't know why snl like hasn't thought about this genius oh idea this concept we should write in like the comedy moguls like judd apatow like why has he not like latched why? on to like, the movie industry hollywood seth rogan oh my god like they need to they need like to have they heard on- of have this? they heard of this they need to get on this like incompetent men somebody needs to make a movie like, about has this. someone told someone about this? it's like a billion dollar idea it is you know what i think we need to make a movie about it because there's never been one before. yes there's never been like a film about incompetent no. men and like there's just such like power in that concept there really is. And there's so many layers to yeah. it like the yeah. struggles the struggles that like, men the go hero's to journey yeah like, just because men are shitty doesn't mean that they're a shitty person. Right. It doesn't mean that they're stupid. Yeah. Right? Men are smart. They don't have to be stupid. Like, you can have, like, a dumb man, and, like, a woman comes in and, like, changes him and saves him. Yeah. Oh, my God. Write that down. Write that oh down. My That's God. genius. Oh, my God. Okay. Genius. Yeah. Yeah. This is amazing. So okay. smart. Never been I'm done I'm going to, like, send this to someone. Tarantino. <laughs> somebody. Somebody write this. Spielberg. 
Somebody has to get a hold of this. Carly, like the teen mother that she is, punishes (laughs) Spencer and says his fencing days with Fred are over. Spencer sighs, but he knows he's in the wrong and starts saying, since you suffered... I did suffer! I'll help you clean up the kitchen. No! You will go in there and clean up the kitchen yourself! To which Spencer agrees and walks to the kitchen like a four-year-old child who just got yelled at by their mom. As he should as he honestly this side of carly miss feisty miss mad miss punisher come through come on maybe the meat cute between her and sam wasn't so off base (laughs) after all we just haven't seen it yet maybe not (laughs) this is what we've been waiting for 22 episodes this is the spice i wanted 22 episodes and finally we're satisfied this is it we're satiated this is it, Carly. But, I mean, even if Carly was not super sassy with all of this, Spencer should have cleaned all that shit up himself anyway. Yes, because she cooked. Yes, she if cooked. If you didn't cook, you clean. Yes, she cooked. She hosted. She entertained. She coordinated. He wasn't even there. And it's his family. It's his family. And she... He didn't do shit. Why, why did he think that him helping was like a consolation prize? Right. Like, no. Helping? Oh, since you suffered, I'll do this. No, you should be doing that shit anyway, even if she didn't suffer, even if she had a great time. He didn't even say he'll do it. He said, I'll help you do right. it. Right. So was he initially planning to not help at all? Yeah. And he, like, only because she suffered, he was going to help? Mm-mm. Fuck that shit. Mm-mm. Fuck you, Spencer. Like, people will be like, not all men, but honestly, it's even fucking Spencer Shea, so I don't know what the fuck to believe anymore. I don't know. What am I I supposed to believe about men after this? I, like, already have trust issues, and this is just making it worse. It is. When Spencer's in the kitchen, he takes a scoop of some of the Nickelodeon slime, (laughs) eats it, but immediately spits it out, and just starts going kind of wild with his tongue. I don't really know how else to explain it. Damn, you thinking about that? Mm. And runs over to the sink and takes the spray faucet and sprays it all in his <laughs> mouth. And then he starts cleaning his tongue with the kitchen sponge. Vile. You know, Jerry, Jerry, <laughs> you did not. You know, Jerry, 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 you Mr. did not. Trainer. M- uh, Mr. Trainer, let me have Mr. a word. Mr. Trainer. Let, let me have a quick word with you. Oi, uh, mister, is you me dad? You, you didn't have to do all that with your tongue. You know, you, did, you didn't have to do all that. He was like. <laughs> and I was like. He knew Lil Shardy and Lil Illiterate would be watching one day, and he had to impress him. He said, listen, I know I got kicked out of Paris, but let me show you what y'all missing. Let me show you. Let me tell you why I need a train ticket back. I need to come back to Paris, please. I'm begging Shardy. (laughs) Damn, she be shit with that ass and everything. I gotta get back into Paris. Damn, she be sharding in the last two weeks. Let me back in. (laughs) Shardy, a little Shardy. Yeah, she be shar in me. Like, he did not. And also, he cleaned his tongue with the kitchen sponge, with, like, the kitchen brush. That's so nasty. You clean your dirty dishes with that shit. And then also, you're going to go back and clean your dirty dishes with the, with the fucking brush that you just put in your mouth? Both ways. What? Like, this is kind of, like, just accurate because white men are gross, so. This is worse than you sharding yourself. <laughs> Yeah, sharding myself is not a choice. I have
have a GI issue. No, this was a choice. This was a choice. This was a Don't choice. Don't even compare the two. And Jerry Trainer, what the actual fuck? You were trying to impress I us. I mean, it wasn't his choice. Dan Schneider wrote it. I was going to say, Jerry was trying to impress us here, but you did quite the opposite, because I have never been more disgusted with you <laughs> than in this moment right now. That is a UTI tongue. <laughs> <laughs> that has a lot of bacteria, and I want that nowhere near my my square down there. <laughs> my box. <laughs> my box. <laughs> Carly goes to find Sam to tell her that the weirdos are finally gone and it's safe to emerge. But Sam shushes her, and the camera slowly pans out to reveal Sam on the beanbag chair, reading diligently. But... but- That's not the craziest thing in this scene, baby. There's a random boy sitting on the floor, rubbing lotion on her feet, massaging them. I'm, okay, I'm sad because I originally was going to make a queen shit comment. Queen shit me. (laughs) Queen, she shitted. And then I remembered that Dan wrote this episode... And he probably got off on the scene. I I hate it because I went to type my notes mm-hmm. and I saw what you put. And I was like, what I was going to say was, like, I want this. Like, mm-hmm. this is so, like, yes, mama, yeah. like, demand your foot rub. Yeah. And then I was like, he was definitely watching this being like... <sighs> Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I was I was going to say the same thing. Trust me. I was like, "Damn, where's my man who's going to rub my feet?" You know? I'm right here. <laughs> and then Dan just had to Dan just had to ruin it by existing. As he ruins most things. Yeah. I just it's just yucky. Yeah, that's right. Dan Schneider out yuckied me sharding <laughs> myself in adulthood. Congratulations. Congratulations, Dan. How do you feel? How do you feel, Dan? How do you feel for being I feel more yucky? More yucky than my shit-stained panties. <laughs> <laughs> Carly is shocked that Sam is actually reading, and Sam confesses that she actually invited David over to read the book to her. But he was late, so she just started kind of reading it herself. Carly's like, okay, yeah, that's great. But that doesn't explain why the kid is rubbing your feet. <laughs> the kid? You're all kids. <laughs> Sam goes, well, I mean, I already paid him. I had to make him do something. And David looks right at her and goes, please call my mother. <laughs> I mean, she has a point. Like, if you're spending the money, make the kid do something. Please call my mother. (laughs) This was also a joke in the office when they hired the stripper, but then for Bob Vance's uh, bachelor party, and then they all got cold feet because they were like, this is unethical. We all have girlfriends. We don't want to use a stripper. Yes. So they made her do office work because they paid for her. Yes. Um, Dan Schneider steals jokes from the office? What? I mean, they steal jokes from everywhere. Joke stealers. Joke stealers. Lowest of the low. What are you, Dane fucking cook? (laughs) When Sam is saying that she enjoys reading now, she says, it's like TV in her head. Now, I want to know. You want to know. When you read, can you see things in your head? 
Yes, I can perfectly visualize mm-hmm. my thought process. Um, my memory is 100% visual. If I'm taking a test and there's like a question, I'll remember where I was when I read it and the part of the page it was on, but I won't be able to remember what it was. Huh. When I'm writing, I can see it in my head as if it were a movie. Um, and also, like, I think like a narrative, like, like, as if I'm reading a book, like my thoughts are that conglomerated, like and technical. And then in the background, there's like a jumble of other things. So like, right now, I'm like thinking like, Natalie's there, I'm talking about this, yada, yada, yada. And then in the background, there's like a bunch of other things going on. Huh? Okay, I've had this conversation with, with like a lot of different people. Yes, me too. So what do you have? Okay, so I think I think in the same way, but you you lost me at the end where you're saying that you think in like narrative. Cuz I think in narrative too, like I think in full sentences. Like I don't see anything. Yeah. Like when I'm taking a test, I think of the question. But can you hear? You can hear yeah, yourself thinking. Yeah, I can hear thinking. myself thinking. As clearly yes, as. I yeah. can hear my, yeah, yeah. like, it's literally, like, me talking to myself in my head. Yeah. That's it. Like, I don't see yeah. anything. Like, I, like, I'm thinking full sentences, complete sentences. But the visual and the thoughts are, and the, the sound are two different things. Like, right now, I can think about something that I'm saying to you and picture scenes from a movie that I've seen the other day. And those okay. are two separate things. Yes. So then I'm going to get into the second part because some people that I've spoken to, a.k.a. Belinda, does yes. not think in narrative and I don't understand. Mm-hmm. So I think in narrative, but I did not realize that people could actually see things in their head when they read. So yeah. I think that this is why I hate reading because I can't see anything. Like if you tell me to picture a beach I can't see it. If I'm reading, I can't see it. I'm just reading words. Like, I don't visualize it. That's why I don't think I can meditate or, like, that's why I don't think I like reading because I can't visualize yeah. what I'm reading. Yeah, I have a whole theory. It's, like, the more I talk to people about this, the more I realize that there's a huge correlation between people who are, like, creative in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, if you can visualize stuff like that, you're more inclined to like reading, to have right. an affinity for writing, stuff like that. And, like, all of my friends who, like, are writers, who, like, write stories, write scripts and stuff like that, like, they've all said that it's, like, yeah, like, they visualize completely in their mm-hmm. head. So, like, when I'm writing a story, I can see it in my head like a mm-hmm. memory, like I've lived it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I think the same way. I just don't see things. So so that's what I was talking about earlier, is that yeah. I, was, I wanted to get into this because I wanted to know if you could see things when you read. So I feel like you're, you'd you be a strong writer, but not a strong, like, fiction writer. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like a technical writer. Yeah. Well, Like, you can communicate thoughts, but you can't, like, um, like create a world. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Well, that's how I got my degree, because I just have to read scientific journals. I don't have to read fiction yeah <laughs> as carly's walking out of the studio sam yells to david harder do i even need to say anything what do you mean say anything like what like you know just harder i don't just, i don't get it what are you referring to just harder yeah she says that about the foot rub harder david yeah go harder yeah, you know just go harder on the foot rub yeah yeah, exactly. I, the way you're saying that, like, do you think there's, yeah. like, an insinuation or something? No, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, like, go, like, harder. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's just something that I would say, like, very, like, casually to someone, like... Right. Like, 
Yeah. Harder. Like when I'm getting a massage. Yeah. You know? Like just like Carly was like last episode, you know, when she was getting yeah. a massage. She was just yeah, like, and she was harder. Like, oh. Yeah. 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 Harder. Yeah. I think yeah, it's exactly. Normal. Right. No. I think this was great natural acting, great natural direction, very normal for, like, children to be communicating in that way. Yeah. I mean, you know, they did it last episode, so why not do it a second episode, you know? Yeah. I mean, if it it works, it works. If it gets a laugh, it gets a laugh. Gets a laugh. Gets a little giggle. A bit of a giggle. A bit of a giggle is what we had. No, but I I do... Now that I think about it a little harder, um, I think Just a a little harder? A little harder? (laughs) Oh, Dan Schneider, like, maybe, maybe there is, like, a cell for him in Bino, 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 Penitentiary. I literally just had a stroke. I did not intentionally say that word that many times. I don't know what just occurred. I fully just had a stroke. literally just spit my drink out when you kept saying (laughs) the best part is people are gonna think i edited that but i didn't edit it i'm gonna shart myself (laughs) yes join the club join the shark girl club anyway where where's dan going where's he going where's he going been no penitentiary bin bin binbo Bimbo Penitentiary. Bimbo Penitentiary. Go, Dan. Go to Bimbo Penitentiary. We've got a cell. It's open. Reserved for you. It's reserved. A whole cell block. It's got your name on it. And there's no feet. Spencer is on the couch bidding adieu to his beloved sword when Fred walks in ready to fence because he just had a nap, two cans of Pepe Cola, and is ready for action. <laughs> Ben shares the bad news about his mom. I mean, Carly, banning him from fencing <laughs> with Fred. But Fred is having none of it and starts taunting Spencer to try to get him to go against his mom. I mean, Carly's wishes. Damn, everybody's talking about this Pepe Cola. I have got to try some of this little knockoff cocaine because it seems like it is pop a Seems like it's hitting. Give me a little Pepe Cola. I had my Pepe Cola. I'm ready to fucking rage. On God, baby. <laughs> As Spencer is caressing the sword, he starts talking gently to it. Hold on. Can we, can you say that word again? Sword? You like pronounce the W. Sword. How do you say it? Sword. Huh. He was wielding a sword. A sword. <laughs> never ever heard anyone say sword i'm rethinking my whole life right now a sword a sword <laughs> um pop off in the comments below if you pronounce the w in sword i already told you i'm illiterate i don't know how to read a sword as he's caressing the sword see now i don't know if i'm illiterate or this is just an accent I know. Like, it could be a dialect, but also you could be just, like, making it up. I'm pretty sure I've said it like that my whole life, so I don't know. Well, I know that I've said, I've said almond my whole life, like, almond, and, like, no one else, like, people in Chicago don't say it like that. Oh, like, almond? Yeah, like, almond. I've said almond my whole life, and I don't know why. Anyway, as Spencer is caressing the sword, (laughs) (laughs) it feels so wrong. Sword. As Spencer is caressing the sword, he talks gently to it. Well, 
I guess this is it, Senor Saber. <laughs> I'll never thrust you again. <laughs> Delete. Backspace. I don't want to hear that. Kudos, Dan. You were racist and made a sex joke in the <laughs> same line. You get a new achievement, buddy. Honestly, comedy goals, dude. This is what everyone wants to be accomplishing. This is what every white man comedian does. How do we be racist and sexist in the same breath? Same breath. Maybe if we're lucky, we can fit a little bit of homophobia in there. If we're lucky. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. No. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We're just going to try a two foot, not a three foot we're yet. We're just men. We're not gods. I'll never thrust you again. Did not need the instant replay. Like, why? I just, I can't. A better word could have been wield. Wield would have been perfect. A perfect term. Thank you. Nope. Thrust. And Senor Saber. <laughs> there has not been one other Spanish word spoken this entire episode until right now. Right now. He has never called it Senor Saber until this moment. Dan was like, all or nothing, baby. Let's do it. Let's make the joke. When Fred is trying to get Spencer to go against Carly's wishes, he goes, so you're just going to let your little sister tell you what to do? As if this man does not get bullied by every single person around himself every single day. Also, like, you're the same age as his little sister, so I don't see how the little is an insult. Right. You twerp. You're also shorter than her. Also, his little sister literally wrestled you twice and beat you. Yeah. So. And his little sister's best friend literally dominates you every day. Also, his little sister's best friend dominates him. Period. She kicked his ass when he was wielding a fucking sword. A sword. A sword. A, a sword. sword. Spencer starts peeling a banana. Banana. And tells Fred, oh, come on. Oh when Fred just slices Spencer's banana in half and then stands back with his chest puffed out as if he's the toughest guy in the world. <laughs> he tells Spencer, I sliced your banana. What are you going to do about it, huh? Spencer chucks the banana and yells, on God. Fred slicing Spencer's banana in half is symbolic. Yes. Very symbolic. Okay, English major, elaborate. Who's illiterate now, baby? <laughs> I may not be able to read, but I can watch and see cues. <laughs> <laughs> I may not be able to read, but I know the banana looks kind of like a penis. <laughs> and what does it mean when another man cuts another man's penis looking thing? Emasculating. <laughs> yes. Fred is talking about how he needs to be a man and not let his little sister tell him what to do and then fred just slices the banana in half which is like his manhood yeah be a man fuck your sister don't fuck your sister don't fuck no. your sister don't fuck your sister um don't but pretty sister. much fred is emaciating him, is what you're saying. <laughs> emasculating him not emaciating him. yeah emaciating is when you pull out your organs right <laughs> No, um, emaciated is when you're so skinny that you're like, you're withering away. Oh, what am I talking about then? I don't, I would love to know the word for pulling out someone's organs. There's a word for it. Hang on. Evisceration. Oh, yes. Eviscerated. Well, now you know. The more you know. Anyway, Miss Actual English Major. Yeah, banana's historically phallic. Um, The second mm -hmm. masculinity comes up, he's holding a banana. He tries to emasculate him. Mm -hmm. He slices his banana off and is like 
what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? Show me how much of a man you are. The symbolism in iCarly. It's crazy. <laughs> Dan making a symbolic joke. <laughs> he was like, holy shit, I'm in the ninth dimension right now. He said, I know I just made like a racist and sex joke, but let me be symbolic really quick. I'm literally about to get a Nobel Prize for symbolism from this one. <laughs> no one does symbolism like me. Bananas and dicks. Yeah. yeah. Carly sprints downstairs at the mere mention of a penile structure <laughs> being eviscerated and breaks the boys up. Fred starts yelling at Carly, saying that she can't stop them from their true, true love. love. I'm in love with Spencer, and, and he he's me. in love with me. I don't care if I'm a minor. I don't care if we're gay. This is happening. This is it. This is it. This is it, Carly. Deal with it. Carly, I want you to watch this. Spencer, come here. Freddie's like, you can't fucking tell us not to fence, bitch. And Carly's like, oh, really? Really? Want to bet? You think? You think? Huh? You think? Well, you thought wrong. And she storms out of the apartment. And my favorite part of this is that the boys are, like, so blissfully unaware. They're like, where where did she go? What is she going to do? Yeah, they're like, what? They're shooting the shit. Yada, yada, yada. Then all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. Mrs. Benson. She's losing her goddamn mind. It's like, you taught my son something as dangerous as fencing? <gasps> and drags Fred Wardo's ass back to their apartment. Back to the Fred apartment. And says, I'm giving your ass a tick bath. Let's go, bitch. Get in the bathtub. Correlation between tick bath and fencing, we don't know. We don't know, but it's happening. While all this commotion is going on, David comes downstairs with the lotion bottle and goes, either of you guys got any more lotion? <laughs> Remember when Spencer did this in the same exact way in a previous episode and like fucking uh, episode 13, I'm your biggest fan. Oh yeah, I hated it then and I hate it now. I'm tired of the masturbation jokes. Yep. 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 Miss B is telling Fred that she's going to give him a tick bath. He goes, but I don't even have any ticks. And she goes, well, then the tick baths are working. Munchausen. But I mean. Gypsy Rose is typing. Is she wrong? Clearly the baths are working. Okay, you go. Go to bimbo penitentiary. Go. I will. I will because penitentiaries aren't real. Spencer starts cracking up at Mrs. B dragging Freddy out, giving him a tick bath. And Carly looks at him and goes, I should give you one. Now. Now. Now, why would Miss 15-year-old Carly Shay be threatening to give her 27-year-old brother a tick bath? Where they would presumably be naked. I am gonna have to sympathize with the abuser here. Because I think that this was meant to be, like, just a simple gesture of authority. Yes. To insinuate that Carly has the same authority over Spencer that Mrs. Benson has over Freddie. To just say that she can punish and humiliate him at will. Well, yes. I agree that she's acting like a mother and trying to punish him but still it's a bath that she's going to give her 27 year old brother you know i think i saw a tick on my back <laughs> i'm sorry you're not my 27 year old brother so i don't think that this is gonna work out oh so you're not interested no i'm not interested sorry. oh i'm sorry i miss yeah I miss no i think you're yeah you're misreading things um oh. okay awkward yeah anyway uh sam is reading <laughs> yikes Embarrassing for me. 
first I shit myself, then I get rejected on national TV because this is broadcasted live on Fox. We have millions of followers, just like the iCarly Web Show. And their SWAT team is holding us at gunpoint to post because of our millions of followers. There's someone on my balcony right now like, so you want to have a podcast? We don't know who it is, but he's going to kill me if I don't do this. He might. We're back at the school, and Sam is reading on the stairs, and two little badass kids come over and tell her about a prank that they're going to pull on Miss Briggs, but Sam has no time for such childish things Mm-mm. and shushes them because she's busy reading. Something you can't do. Are you jealous? I am. Before <laughs> the criminals get too far away, she tells them to make sure they don't forget to get Miss Briggs's windshield during the prank. So even though she's all smart and literate and reading, <laughs> she's still a little prankster at heart. She's still good old Sam. See, I like this because I feel like sometimes in TV shows and shit like that, like as a bit, they have them like revert their entire personality and like it would completely change. Yeah. But I think this is just like she's really enthralled with the book. Yeah. And doesn't want to dedicate time to anything else because she wants to finish it, which I have felt that way. But she's still who she is. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like, she's still a prankster. She still wants them to pull the prank. She still wants to be there with them. She's yeah. just busy. She's not like, oh, I can be two things. Mm-hmm. Literate or prankster. She's just mm-hmm. like, this book is fire. She's girl boss, And I'm gonna she's finish doing it before I pull a prank. She's gonna finish it. Yeah, she'll get to another. She'll there's there's always, always gonna, be, gonna be a prank. prank. There's always gonna be a prank. But she but she needs that book. Needs to scratch this itch. And it's a mystery book. She needs to beat Freddy in this bed. Yeah. So it's a twofer. She yeah. loves the book and she wants to beat Freddy. So she's got things to do. I like that this was a very realistic uh, reintroduction to a character. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Point for Dan. Point for Dan. But I want to know who the fuck these kids are. <laughs> These her little baddie friends? Her little baddie friends, yeah. You know your other friends? These are her other friends. These are the friends that have not been introduced to Carly and Freddie. And then on her birthday, they get introduced and she melds them. And it's weird. And it's weird. It's weird. They're pulling pranks with Mayo on Miss Briggs and then the... Two of them are doing some weird ass shit, Fred and Fred and Carly. It's They're like Carly's like these kids are shitty and mean. Why are you friends with yeah. them? Those friends are like these two are lame. weird and lame. Why are you friends with them? And it's just strange. It's but these are kind of the coolest kids we've seen thus far. They are. And I would be friends with them. I don't know if I would be friends with them. You wouldn't. We'd make fun of you. Yeah. But I'd be friends with them. Right. I would probably be friends with Carly and Fred. That's so sad. I know. But it's the truth. It's the truth. And I have to admit it. But Sam and I would bond about being illiterate, so... Carly and Freddie have a heart-to-heart, and she apologizes for the tick bath that he had to go through. But Freddie doesn't really care, and is just like, oh, I get it bi-weekly anyway. I'm just, like, so tired of women, and I hate women, and I can't believe that my only friends are women. It was just so nice to have guy time with me and my homosexual lover. Romeo and Juliet. I thought it was so unrealistic that he didn't care that she ratted on him. Yeah. Well, it was also weird because he's like, you're my best friend, Carly. And Carly's like begging him to like be his friend. And he's like, don't worry. Maybe we'll get smoothies later. It's like, where did this flop go? Usually, Freddie is the one begging them to be his friend. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden, Carly's upset that they're not friends. Uh, I mean, I, don't know. I, I relate to, like, a simp leaving and then all of a sudden you don't know what she got till it's gone. Yeah. But also, from a friendship level, like, 
I feel like in retrospect, I was like, oh, yeah, the iCarly gang, like, all three of them are besties and everything is great. But then as, like, we started it, I was like, oh, wait, it's like Sam and Carly are besties and Freddie is begging for a crumb of friendship mm-hmm. from Carly because he wants that Punani. Well, that, that and then Sam and him, like, really kind of hate each other. They're yeah. not even friends. No. But, like, Carly doesn't really seem to like care about freddie in like any real way other than like she doesn't want to be mean to him because he has a crush on her Mm -hmm. they get involved because of the web show and then like they sort of become like work friends yeah like we've said before i don't know this was uncharacteristic yeah i didn't i didn't like it i didn't it didn't didn't seem real yeah it didn't yeah it didn't feel real at all um and also again uh, Miss Benson, every paycheck, she's like, you're getting a tick bath. Yeah, she gets that money. She says, I got the tick shampoo. She says, let's go. Let's go. I got the good shit. Get in the bathtub, bitch. And they're making a little, a little parallel here, you know, because Spencer and Freddie, a little Romeo and Juliet action. <laughs> the forbidden love. Star-crossed lovers. Star-crossed lovers is actually Freddie. And Spencer. Shakespeare was inspired by them. Yes, because time isn't real. Time is a circle. (laughs) Shakespeare knew about iCarly. Exactly. Some kid walks in and asks Sam if her mom drives a rusty old pickup truck. And she's like... Her mom is Bella Swan. (laughs) Light bulb. (laughs) Her dad, Edward Cullen. She, Renesme. That's why she's so strong. Oh, God. She's like, uh, yeah, why? And the dude responds, well, it's on fire. And Sam doesn't even look up from the book. And she just goes, shh, reading. (laughs) Mans is mortified, disgusted, terrified, and just slowly backs out of the door. (laughs) My favorite part about all of this is that she stopped reading for the first time since she started to answer and say yeah why and then after she heard what was going on she was like yeah eh, not worth it let my mom burn to death her mom's fucking bella swan she's a vampire <laughs> at this point because she's renesme it's true so she knows her mom's gonna be okay she's like ah she's good it doesn't matter she's like she has survived much worse she's a fucking vampire she's good yeah i was just like all right yeah sam was like mm, fuck my mom i don't give a fuck that bitch gave me cheese whiz for lunch a few weeks ago. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. I don't know what I thought you were going to say, but I thought it was going to be really nasty. I mean, it is nasty. <laughs> also, they're poor. <laughs> so, like, 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 would it not be a huge deal if their only vehicle stopped working or was burned? I think- Like, this is a big deal. If my car or if my mom's car stopped working all of a sudden and I had to, like, get a new car or not afford to be able to get a new car. Car. I know. My accent came out. Sword. Um, like, that would be a huge deal. I think Sam just knows that, like, if she needs to, she can just hotwire a random vehicle and be like, all right, this is our new car, mom. Enjoy it. Okay. All right. New VIN. New license plate. She she she'll kill somebody. Chop shop. That's it. She's a baddie. She's she a true baddie. baddie. She's not like a fake baddie. She's a All true right, baddie. Okay. All right. She's like I can handle this if need be. That pro- fucking pickup truck was probably stolen. Come on. Okay. Fine. 
She's like, oh, well, we need to get rid of it anyway. It's part of a crime. Yeah. So that's why I don't care. Yeah. The cops are, it's like kind of hot now. It's all making sense. Yeah. Spanky is on to them, is the thing. Yes. Spanky's been watching. Spanky has been surveilling them. I think that's the car <laughs> that got stolen. That was actually why they were undercover. It wasn't for any pirated movies, <laughs> it was to find this stolen vehicle. They were double undercover. They were double undercover. Exactly. They were undercover wow. being undercover shook wow wow <laughs> carly's trying to bargain with mrs benson to let fred fence again but she is not fucking having it Mm-mm. all of a sudden fred walks in excited as fuck to fraternize with carly and then notices that his mother is there and is like uh, uh, what's going on what's going on in here what's going on Nothing's fine, I'm torn. My mom won't let me fence. And it really sucks. Cause all my friends are girls. And I just wanna hang with dicks. And I don't wanna go to glitter gloss. Or build a bra. Or titanium hooks. I wanna hang with Spencer and my perfect sky is torn. I'm not allowed to fence. Already I'm already blocked. Everybody get their lighters up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, where was I? He demands that she tells him one good reason why she's not letting him fence. And she goes, ah, it's because, it's because of, of the fencing Bensons. (gasps) And gasps and looks around and is like, did I just say that out? Loud. Mrs. B sits the kiddos down to tell them the long lost tale of the fence and Bensons. Cue the flashback music. <laughs> it all started when Fred's great grandfather led a fencing troop called the Fence and Bensons. They performed at the Tingling Brothers Circus. He was obsessed with fencing and forced Mrs. B's dad to fence. And then he forced her to fence. Mrs. B continues. Fencing is in our blood, Freddy. I never wanted you to be obsessed. Like our ancestors. (laughs) Carly practically laughs in Mrs. B's face. And Fred also thinks that she's full of fucking shit. Fred threatens his mom and Miss B finally agrees to let him fence Toter tonight. Give her an Oscar! An Emmy, a Tony, a Grammy. We have a new EGOT on our hands, guys. Mary Shear, congrats. Give her a clap. Give her a clap. This performance, amazing. I believed it. I believed it so much that I was, like, annoyed when they were, like, sort of, like, giving her the face. Right. Because I was shaking in my damn boots. I was shaking in my boots. Well, her, the like... The Fence and Bensons? The Fence and Bensons. Her emotions. Her facial, like, expressions. Everything. I was like, yes, you are serving and I am eating it. This was amazing. Yes. Plate clean. Plate cleaned. Also, in case anybody didn't catch it, the Tingling Brothers obviously is is like a joke to the ringling brothers and barnum and bailey yeah so if you're like an idiot like we just explained that for you if you're like an if you're idiot like dumb i just wanted to i just wanted to i just wanted to point if it you like out. don't have any fucking brain cells and like no worldly knowledge i just wanted to point it out okay just in case if you like don't understand how rhyming works <laughs> if you don't know what like 
an illusion is? Now you know. When Carly and Fred say that Mrs. B is lying, she goes, I won't let my own son or Miss Sassy Pants tell me I'm lying. Yeah. Put Carly Shay in her place. Fuck that bitch. I love how fed up she was she with Carly. Fed it was up. so fucking funny. She was like, or Miss Sassy Pants. And I was like, ooh. I feel like that ooh. is how all my friends' parents spoke to me. I was always Miss Sassy Pants. <laughs> and I was like, what did I do to deserve this? But Carly deserved Carly it. Carly deserved it. Fred threatens his mom that he's never going to make another puzzle with her again if she doesn't let him fence tonight. What a threat. A threat. It's crazy. Do they make puzzles? (laughs) Do they have a little Etsy shop where they make and sell puzzles? Or is that the word that you use when you do puzzles? Like, I thought it was like, I'm going to, like, do a puzzle. Like, I'm going to, like, complete a puzzle. Like, is that the right word? Like, I'm making a puzzle? Yeah, I would say I'm going to make a puzzle with you. Really? I don't don't know if I... Yeah. I feel like... I think I would say do puzzle. You want to do a puzzle? That's what I always say. You want to do a puzzle with me? I feel like... I'll make a puzzle. I'll never do another puzzle with you again. I'll never make another puzzle with you again. I feel like it's kind of semantics. I mean, I guess. I just heard make and I was like, what do you mean make? Like, I'll never do another puzzle with you again. Sounds correct. But make one, like, it makes it sound like they have a little Etsy shop and they're making (laughs) homemade puzzles. Selling them to people. Which they might be. You don't know their life. Support small businesses. What is her income? I'm so confused about that. I don't that. know. Single mom, no job. She's making money off of Fred's GoFundMe <laughs> for her Munchausen. Please, my son. He's cripplingly short. Give us money. He's got tits, please. I thought you were going to say he's got tits. <laughs> he's got no tits. He's not going to build a bra. <laughs> oh, no. He's got nothing to fill anything out. Embarrassing for him. <laughs> After he threatens to never do another puzzle again. And never do another one again. Hard cut to the fencing studio and it's fight wow. night, baby. Wow. Ringside. Wow. Mrs. B pulls up with a five million pound suitcase just labeled <laughs> first aid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Carly's like, what the fuck is in there? And she's like, um, anything that'll be helpful if my Fred word gets injured. And she's like, he won't. <laughs> and she goes, you better hope he won't, Missy. 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 <laughs> Venom escaped her lips with that Missy. Even worse than the sassy pants. <laughs> the fight starts. It's tense. You can feel it in the air. Fred gets a point. The crowd goes wild. Ah! Sam yells. Get his butt, Freddy. Toter is shocked. I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. MSB yells, well, believe it, punk. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Round two starts. They're going back and forth and back and forth. And bam, another point for Fred Wardo. The gang is living. Carly yells, way to poke his chest, Freddy. And Sam goes, poke it again. Fred is on a high. Yeah. Yeah. Sam is literally red in the face, (laughs) screaming for her man. Me when I sharp myself. (laughs) I was about to say she's never been so turned on. (laughs) You when I sharp myself. (laughs) I've never been so turned on when I sharp myself. Toter's greaser gang is like, dude, what the actual fuck? This little wimp, this little shardy is (laughs) pretty. But he's like, no worries, guys. 
I got this in the bag. <laughs> Round three starts. Totoro lunges at Fred and grabs his hand and tries to snap it. And Spencer starts yelling at the ref. But before Romeo and Juliet can be reunited, Miss B swoops down through the crowd to get her son and screams, You want a piece of me, Toter? Ah! Miss B gears up and starts fencing with this child who is literally begging for his life. <laughs> Out of nowhere, it turns into an Avengers movie and Miss B is fighting off five child fencers by herself. No words. No <laughs> words. I was like screaming. I was like, what is this? Why are you making this into an action movie? She just got down there. She got down there. She went through the crowd of one person in front of her and was like, <laughs> let me out to my son. It's like the, the Rocky music starts going. Freddie like threw her a second sword and she was like fucking double fisting it. Like, here, mom, get it. She's like, pew, 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 pew. Oh, wah, wah, wah. I was dying. What the fuck was this? <laughs> I was dying of laughter. I was like, what's happening? I was sitting there and I was like, I was like, is this the new Avengers? <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Benson. The new Avenger. Move over, Tony Stark. Captain Munchauser. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America who? Give her a spinoff. <laughs> Disney Plus come through. <laughs> Disney Plus Captain Munchauser, champion of Gypsy Rose Blancher. Champion of the Fence and Bensons. <laughs> Miss Benson of the Fence and Bensons. The kids all start running away and Carly screams, Who's the best now, Toter? As Miss B is literally smacking his bootay with a sword as he runs away from her and the crowd going wild. Woo! Remember when I said to remember the ass smacking from earlier? Yes. Well, this is why. Uh-huh. This is why. Why is there so much ass smacking in this episode? Dan Schneider, baby! First Freddy, and now his mother? It's come full circle. Like mother, like son. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's smacking ass in the fence and Benson's. You gotta do what you gotta do. Smack a little ass in this episode. The iCrew is gathered around the computer at Shay Shay. Looking at pics of Fred's great-granddaddy, Granddaddy. the Fenton Benson himself, when Sam goes, I always had a feeling you came from circus people. <laughs> Which another zinger from Sam. Woo! Why are her comebacks so good? So quick. She's a star. She is a star. Carly wants to go rehearse for iCarly, but Sam stops them and reminds Fred that they made a bet she couldn't finish the book. And she did. So now he's got to pay up. Fred doesn't believe her, so Sam tells him to quiz her on it. Fred asks her a specific question about the book, and Sam answers with such a specific answer that she had to have read it. Fred groans, and Sam is like, We bet the use. Let's do it, boy. And I was like, Is this another tattoo? Like, what is the use? <laughs> the gang walks over to the sink. Sam hands <laughs> Fred the kitchen hose. Fred looks at Carly. And sadly just puts the hose mm -hmm. yep, yep. Yep. Yep, down his pants in front of his mm -hmm. wiener. Carly is trying so hard not to look at him or his pants. But Sam is just staring, smiling. At the peen. Loving it. Mm, she's looking at it. Sam turns on the faucet and the water just starts slowly soaking Freddy's pants. And they all just stand there. 
and watch. And Carly just goes, I'll get the mop. First of all, I hated that this was clearly CGI and not real effects. It was like a horrible CGI water spread. But also like thinking about a child sticking something in his pants in front of people. I'm uncomfortable. What are you going to say? You were turned on? What are you saying? What are you thinking? I just, how dare you say that about me? You over here like, I... I just, you know, Dan, what was the point? Because you said the huge, and they have done a few bets now, and this has not been any of those. Never been done. Never been done. So what do you mean the huge? The huge to who? To you and your fantasies, Dan? <laughs> no. Because this is not the huge to any of us watching iCarly, I'll tell you that. Nope. To any of us re-watching iCarly? Nope. Nothing. So the huge to who? I hated this. Every second. The fact that Carly was uncomfortable... The fact that Sam was looking at Freddie's penis. Penis. She said the P word. Penis. While he was putting a hose in his pants to wet it. Yep. This is her version of a wet t-shirt contest. This is Sam's version of a wet t-shirt contest. She's been like waiting for this. this is... I mean, it's Dan's version of a wet t-shirt contest. It's true. And this is how we end the episode. Fade to black. <laughs> Show the names. Play that happy song. Play the credits. Thanks, Dan. For another great episode of iCarly. I'm not sitting here crying at all. <laughs> I'm not crying. I'm not sharding. I'm not throwing up. I cannot confirm whether or not I'm sharding. Cersei might be sharding. You never know with me. You never know. This is just, I'll get the mop. Like, this is a daily occurrence. It's the you. I mean, me sharding. Same, Freddy. It's the use. <laughs> Get the bucket and the mop. Because that's some wet-ass Freddy. Oh, no. <laughs> Delete. Backspace. We're at the post-credit scene, guys. We barely made it fucking through. Barely. And we were robbed of a post-credit scene this week. We were conned. We were conned. We were stolen from. We had to watch Freddy wet his pants... And we didn't even get a post-credit scene. Pain. What we did get is the girlies telling us that if we think we've seen everything, there's new lunch meats. And then I remembered, this is another recycled post-credit scene, Dan. Yeah. This is the same post-credit scene as season one, episode nine, I Want a World Record, which Danny Boy also wrote. Lazy. Lazy. Think of a post-credit scene, Dan. I don't appreciate the recycling. We get it. You want us to go to iCarly.com, but can you at least make a new scene instead of using the same exact one? It's fucked up. Danny Boy, <laughs> Benno Penitentiary is waiting. Go. Go. Go to your cell. Go to your cell, bitch. Before I give you a tick bath. <laughs> This week's pod babe of the week is extra special ushy gushy. It's Brian from TV Trivia Pod, which guess what? We're a guest on this week. By the time you're listening to this episode, our episode with Brian will already be out. So go ahead and give it a listen. It'll be promoted on all of our socials and stuff like that. So be able to easily find it. But it was so much fun. Yes. We were quizzed on our knowledge of the office, which 
if you hear about how many office references I make, you should know. You should know we did kind of good, but not to spoil the episode or anything. Yeah. You guys should totally go listen. It was a blast. We had a great time. His podcast is great. He is such a lovely man. He is. He was so sweet to me, even though he was like, best year being too unhinged. You need to do something more appropriate for this podcast. I'm a teacher. My students listen. You're insane. Yeah. It was still a good time, though. It was still a good time. Cersei had to keep it PG-13. I had to censor myself a lot, but he was so nice about it. But go listen to our office trivia. And see how well we did. Also, we want to say a big thank you to all the new TikTok fans listening. It might take you a little bit to make it to this episode, but hey, besties. Hey. You guys are also our pod babe of the week. (laughs) All the TikTok babes. And be sure you tune in in two weeks when we rewatch iCarly Saves TV. We We hope hope that you you rewatch it with us. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Hi. My name's Shirsky and I shit myself. Don't forget to head to iRewatchiCarly.com to check out cool behind the scenes like what we're drinking, how much we're drinking, our notes, and cool behind the scenes footage. Also, follow us on social media at iRewatchiCarly on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Cersei. You can find me on Twitter at TequilaThought, on Instagram at Cersei.mp3, and on TikTok at Fuckass, F-U-K-K-A-Z-Z. And I'm Natalie. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Natalie R. Collins, and on TikTok at The Real Catalie, spelled C-A-T-A-L-I-E. Disclaimer, all views discussed in this podcast are opinions for the purpose of comedy, which includes but is not limited to satire, parody, and critique, and are not meant to represent fact of any of the individuals or involved parties discussed.